and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Thank you for coming back and listening. Appreciate you guys. If you're a new listener, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be me talking about Disney, being a huge Dis nerd for the next, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, however long it takes. Last week's episode was a lot of fun. Hope you guys listen and enjoyed it. If you haven't, it's available literally everywhere. Um, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor. If you head to my Instagram, you can find it. You know, there's links. You can find it anywhere. Check it out. Last week's episode was all about Disney Park Hours. And I, I labeled the, uh, the episode Disney Park Hours slash Disney Vegas with a bunch of question marks because... Spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the episode yet, I, I basically just talk about the Disney park hours, you know, how lately, you know, the parks close kind of early, you know, when I was a kid and I was younger, you know, I've, I have countless memories of being at the Magic Kingdom until two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I, I love those memories and I, I wish they could bring that back so that one, you know, I can have those memories again, make new memories. Uh, but there's a generation of, of Disney fans and kids who, you know, they've never experienced that. They've never experienced walking around Tomorrowland at 2 o'clock in the morning with nobody else around. You could just hear every single little sound and detail. Um, you know, that they, that the music and the lights and the, you know, just the theming. So I talk about that. And, you know, I, I talk about how my dad, ever since I was a kid, he would always tell me that he believed that one day Disney would be open 24-7 in some capacity. You know, the, the park's... You know, wouldn't be open 24 hours. You know, they did that. That was a special, you know, event uh, they did for a few years where it would be open for 24 hours. But the resort in general, you know, you have people traveling and flying in international, late flights. Um, and I've, I, I, you know, pretty much talk about like once it hits 11 p.m., everything's closed. The food courts are closed. The shops are closed. The parks are closed. Disney Springs is closed. So it's kind of tough. You know, I'm a night owl. I love, you know, kind of doing stuff at night. And, uh, you know, I, I just think that they should uh, expand the hours, you know, have the food courts open later, you know, the the shops. Disney Springs should be open later. But if, you, if you're interested, check it out. I think it was a pretty good episode. This week's episode, I had a lot of fun making. I have, <laughs> I have so many notes on this one because, you know, obviously you can tell by the topic, it's a top 10. I, I love doing top 10s and I had to dive in, do some research. But before we really get into the episode, I got to say, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. It's all one word. Like I said, my DMs are always open. If you have any questions, opinions, comments, literally anything, just want to talk some Disney, shoot me a message. We'll talk Disney. I answer every single DM. I'm just a normal guy who has a Disney podcast for fun. Um, and, you know, for me, Disney's my happy place. It's been my escape. Um, and that's why, you know, I kind of started a Disney Instagram page and, you know, a Disney podcast. So if you ever want to reach out, shoot me a message, I'll get back to you, you know, pretty quick, I like to say. I don't want to brag, but uh, I, uh, I always, you know, get back to everybody on there. And if you can do me a huge favor, if you're listening to this on your iPhone, head to the podcast page, my homepage on there. Search Disney World Today. It'll take you there. If you leave me a five-star rating, I'll truly appreciate it. Uh, and if you leave me a review, write me a review. 
Um, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. I, I love reading those. I'd love to get more, you know, in the ratings and the reviews. They kind of help the uh, the algorithm. Uh, I'm just trying to get more ears on this podcast. I, I, I feel like I have a, you know, a good opinion, a good side of my story with Disney and my thoughts and stuff. And I would like to, you know, get more people listening. So if you guys can do that, do me a favor. Um, pretty much any platform, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen, even if you just subscribe, if you don't want to listen every week, you know, that's, that's perfectly fine. Um, but if you just hit the subscribe bucket button, it, uh, it would really help me out. So I'd really appreciate that guys. This week's episode, as you can tell from the title, top 10 Disney movies that would make good attractions. This is going to be a fun one. So let's buckle up. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So on a previous episode of the podcast... I did one all about Disney attractions that would make good movies. Now, this was, you know, a few months back. If you want to check it out, it's in the archives. We talked about, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion and, you know, some attractions that have already turned into movies. This week, we're doing the opposite. We're going to talk Disney movies that would make good attractions. There's, <laughs> there's so many Disney movies to choose from. You know, and sometimes, uh, especially recently, some of these newer Disney movies have been turning into attractions. Some of our favorite ones are from the movies. So we're going to be talking about, you know, which Disney movies, you know, maybe they don't have an attraction based off of them yet. And maybe there's some Disney movies, you know, that already have attractions, but maybe there's a different type of attraction that can be made from that movie. You know, in the parks, it seems like once we get a you know an attraction that's based off a movie that's it like that's the only you know that's the only attraction we can have because you know oh there's already um you know there's already a little mermaid ride we can't have another one i you know what i'm gonna put a different twist on it maybe there are different variations so we're gonna dive into that it's gonna be a top 10 list i love doing top 10s got my notes ready and the way i'll do it i'll do my top nine and before we do number one i'll go through some honorable mentions because my top 10 list, if you look at my notes, I have like 22 uh, notes on there. So I couldn't think of 10, but I'll do I'll do 9, I'll do all my honorable mentions, and then we'll do number 1. And the order, you know, I it's tough to like, with a list like this, to choose which one, you know, should be number 1. Um, so the order isn't going to be as important um, as it is in other lists, but hang with me, we're going to have a lot of fun going through this. All right, for the first one, number 10, like I said, the order really doesn't matter too much. But I'm going to start us off with a movie that already has an attraction. This one's at Disneyland, but we're going to do it a little different. I'm talking Monsters, Inc. Now, I've only been to Disneyland once, and the Monsters, Inc. ride, it's like a, uh, a your classic dark ride. I thought it was really cute, really good ride. Um... But let's thrill it up a little bit. Since, probably ever since this movie came out, I've always had this idea that there's a scene in the movie 
or like a part of the movie that would make a good like coaster. I'm talking about when they, you know, kind of switched the doors and like all the kids doors, like in the, um, you know, on the, in the Monsters Inc. Like scare floor, um, they all kind of, uh, you know, fly around and fly into the, the scare floor, like on these rails. And I always thought that would be like a good coaster. Like, you know, the, the rails could be the track and you could like be sitting like kind of like on a door or you, you can make like the car, you know, door themed and just kind of, you know, fly around, make it into a coaster. You know, there's a scene in the movie where they're kind of like chasing Randall and stuff like through the doors as they're going on them. And you could have like a part where like there's like a, a wood chipper and you got to avoid that. But I always thought like that scene in the movie or like those doors, you could definitely turn into some sort of like suspended roller coaster. It doesn't have to be like a super thrill coaster. Um, maybe you make it kind of more of a kid's junior coaster, you know, maybe similar to um, Goofy's Barnstormer ride where, you know, it's fun. Um, it's got some sharp turns. It's fast, but, you know, it's not too thrilling. You know, it's more for like little kids, but even the adults like me can enjoy it. Um, you know, like I said, they have like the, the slow moving dark ride at Disneyland. Nothing at Disney World besides the Laugh Factory, um, you know, and some people have already kind of... Uh, kind of been mumbling that they should get rid of that or change that, you know, a Monsters, Inc. door coaster, I think would be pretty cool. The theming would be, would be fun. You could have a little story to it. Maybe you're chasing Randall. Maybe you got stuck in a door. Maybe you need to like return a kid to a door, you know, kind of, um, you know, kind of maybe similar to, if you remember at Universal Studios, the Dueling Dragons coaster, where it's like a suspended coaster, you know, the track is above you, uh, you know, I feel like they can make it pretty fun. It would definitely draw in a crowd, another coaster. You know, a Monsters, Inc.-themed coaster, I think, would be pretty cool. Just the way they kind of theme everything. The queue would obviously be, you know, the Disney magic would be there. Uh, but that's something, you know, I, I feel like starting off at number 10, it's a good choice. And it's one I've always thought about, you know, since I was probably 13, 14 years old. Drawing in my notebooks at school, pretending I'm an Imagineer, a Monsters, inc door roller coaster all right let's move on to our number nine our next movie that would make a good ride this one was rumored to have a ride being built at epcot i haven't heard if that's still the plan but let's pretend that it got scrapped and we're going to bring it back i'm talking about mary poppins now i gotta say i'm not a big fan of this movie i've seen it i get it i respect it just not a fan. It's it's old, you know. the The music isn't my favorite. It's just it's not a movie I was ever really attached to. But I will say it's iconic. The songs are iconic and catchy, and I think the visuals, you know, and the, you know, how ahead of its time it was when it came out. I think it kind of deserves an attraction. Now you could do it kind of. I feel like two different ways. You could do your classic dark ride. Or maybe something more modern and updated, like the, uh, you know, something similar to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, where they kind of have like the, you know, there's it's trackless, and you kind of move around in different patterns, and you can go through different buildings and scenes. I think that would kind of fit perfectly uh, with the Mary Poppins, you know, kind of storyline, and you could, you know, you could probably even combine, like, obviously the original, you know, maybe incorporate some stuff from the reboot with Emily Blunt. Um, that way you kind of keep it, 
you know, a little more new school as well. But I think that'd be a definitely an interesting one and definitely a movie that kind of deserves some more love inside the parks. You know, it's a classic. And you know, we had that scene in the great movie ride, you know, the Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins scene with uh, the chimney sweepers. And you know, maybe you could have a scene with like the carousel and the animals and stuff. But I think definitely something that I could see inside a Disney park. Let's move on to number eight. And you know what? Let's go with a movie that doesn't have any attractions. I'm going to say number eight, a movie that deserves an attraction that would make a good attraction. Let's go with Hercules, the animated classic mid to late 90s. I want to say like around 97 or 98. Um, I don't know exactly how you would do it. You know, it's it's one of those movies that seems like it's forgotten to the point where it's, you know, too late to bring it back. You know, we see nothing of it anymore. You know, would they give it its own attraction? Probably not. It would have to be part of something else, like a 3D show or something. But it's it's a movie I feel like is, is classic. Classic characters, obviously, you know, Hercules is a is a character that everybody knows. There's been so many different variations of the character. You know, Meg, uh, it was it was a really popular movie when it came out. I remember McDonald's had, like, um, collector, like, I think there were plates, like dinner plates, like plastic plates with, like, the characters on it. Um, and I think my family still has a couple of them. But uh, popular movie, classic characters. The songs are so good. You know, Zero to Hero great song um so what kind of ride could they do with that movie now let's let's assume that they they're going to give it its own attraction obviously a dark ride you know you could realistically you can make any movie into a dark ride you just kind of tell the story with some animatronics play the classic songs you know play the hits you know and um you know people will go on it and it's it's a good ride um but let's spice it up a little bit i'm gonna say some sort of interactive um, some interactive ride, maybe similar to Toy Story Mania, where you're maybe shooting targets or doing different tasks, and kind of like uh, in the movie when like Hercules is training with Phil. Like maybe you could do something like that, where you're you know shooting arrows at targets, or you know something like that, something interactive that can kind of tell the story of you know training to be Hercules, you know trying to become a hero. You were a zero. Play the song. All the other characters can make appearances. Something like that would be interesting. The other idea I kind of came up with, came up with, um, you know, you could do a dark ride. Obviously, you could tell it would be kind of cool with like the, you could have like the Poseidon scene. Um, maybe you do some sort of Poseidon, or I'm sorry, not Poseidon, Hades, the Hades scene with the underworld. Maybe do some sort of, you know, water ride based around the underworld. Maybe that's too dark. Maybe this is something that would have to go in a villain's park or a villain's land. Um, and then the third kind of idea I had was something with Pegasus. Pegasus, again, another classic character, beloved character, cute. It's a horse that can fly. Uh, you know, you know, maybe you do uh, something like the Dumbo ride, you know, one of those slow rides. You know, maybe you can make it a coaster, something fast, you know, Pegasus with flying. Um, I feel like there's definitely more options when you kind of dig into it. You know, these forgotten movies like Hercules, like I said, it's probably too far gone. It's too far forgotten. You know, there's, you know, Disney really doesn't do anything with the characters at all anymore. Um, but again, this is a fa fantasy scenario and I'm just kind of thinking out loud and I think it would be cool. 
All right, we talked Hercules. Now let's move on to another hero. My number seven, I'm going to go with Mulan. Now, how has there not been a Mulan attraction at Epcot? Um, You know, there's the two Asian countries in the World Showcase. I'm sorry, I don't know exactly which one uh, Mulan takes place in, China or Japan, um, or if if it's neither one of those. Um, But I know they used to have, like, a Mulan, like, meet and greet, I believe, in the China Pavilion. And for my number seven, I feel like, again, it's another movie that's somewhat forgotten about. Um, Not by us, but by by Disney in the Disney parks. Uh, You know, you have two iconic characters in Mulan and Mushu. You know, Eddie Murphy played the voice of the Red Dragon, the the comedic sidekick and Mulan was so ahead of its time. Here's a character, you know, again, in the mid to late nineties, a female character who is a badass and is just as good as men and and a better fighter than most of them. And it was uh, so ahead of its time. And I feel like Disney just doesn't, you know, they did the remake, the live action remake uh, a couple years ago. And they wanted to get like so far away from the cartoon one that it, I feel like it kind of pushed people away. Like I didn't, I don't even think I've seen it. It didn't look interesting to me, unfortunately. If it was just a like a live action remake, like they've done for a lot of their other animated movies, I probably would have been all in. I think it would have been really good. But they tried to get away from it, and you know, I just I think it was lost. But some sort of attraction. Um, I don't know how you would do it. Maybe some sort of show. Maybe some sort of, again, you know, with those movies, you could do literally any dark ride um, you can turn a movie into just with the animatronics and the songs. And, I mean, come on, I'll Make a Man Out of You is still a top-tier Disney song. Like, I still know all the words. I was literally at work today, and my boss just started randomly singing that to himself today. He's like a 50-year-old man. You know, that's how good it is. And I feel like it needs to be represented more. You know, you have a perfect opportunity at Epcot. Um, you know, each pavilion should probably have some sort of some sort of attraction to kind of keep people in and draw them in. And it doesn't have to be a ride. It could be some sort of show. I don't know if it would be a 3D show. Maybe some sort of, like, live-action stage show. You know, anything. Um, but Mulan is a movie that is popular enough, big enough, good enough... You know, the characters are iconic enough that it deserves to be some sort of attraction. And, you know, maybe because they did the live-action remake and it didn't really, you know, do great, I feel like the opportunity is gone now. Um, Whereas if it was the opposite, if it was, like, super successful, maybe there would be some, you know, more Mulan in the parks and Mushu and uh, I think Cricket, Cricket too. Um, But again, another, another movie from, like, when I was seven, eight years old, that I've loved ever since at that never really got the, uh, you know, the respect it deserves at Disney World. All right, for my number six, this movie is a little more recent. I'm going to go with Wreck-It Ralph. Now, there are some rumors that there will be a Wreck-It Ralph attraction coming to the Magic Kingdom Disney World. Um, You know, that's, I think it was rumored to kind of go where Stitch's Great Escape is, but I haven't heard, you know, anything official any, you know, in in a while. Um, So let's, let's pretend that we're gonna put a Wreck-It Ralph attraction at the Magic Kingdom. I think it would fit there, you know, where Stitch's Great Escape is uh, in Tomorrowland. 
And you know, since the movie is pretty much based on video games, you can make you can make any type of attraction and I think it would be popular. Now, what I wrote down in my notes and I've kind of had in the back of my mind for a while was some sort of Wreck-It Ralph, um, you know, 3D show, 4D show with the, you know, like the, the go-kart racing scene from the, from the first movie. I feel like you can do something with that. You know, again, there's so many different characters. Now, in the movie, there's a bunch of, like, video game characters that we already know and see, and, um, you know, they probably wouldn't be in any attraction unless they were owned by Disney. You know, they're not going to license out, like, Sonic the Hedgehog or, you know, any other, um, like, Atari games or anything like that. But, you know, Disney characters or characters that they own, they could add in there. But, you know, there's enough original characters that, you know, uh, some sort of 3D or 4D show I think would be cool. Uh, maybe some sort of simulator, um, you know, kind of similar to at Universal Studios. They had, like, a, almost like a, like the, the Minions ride or the Hanna-Barbera ride or... You know, some of those new like simulators that Universal has, maybe you could do like, if you've been there, they have like this Kong ride, where it's kind of like half, um, like dark ride, half simulator, another half uh, uh, sh 3D show. You know, maybe you could do something like that. But I feel like Wreck-It Ralph is popular enough. You know, it had a sequel. Um, it would kind of fit there in Tomorrowland, and it's one of those, you know, it's one of those movies where I think anyone. You know, anyone can enjoy it. It's for kids. It's for adults. You know, people my age. I love video games. I that's why I liked it. You know, kids like it, and you know, you can get creative with it with all like the different lands and stuff, and you know, can kind of spoof off like Mario. And um, you know, I think it would be popular. I think it would be good. And you know, Wreck It Ralph. They have. Um, I know they have like a meet and greet with the characters from Wreck It Ralph. Um, I don't know if it was it at Epcot maybe I don't I think it is at Epcot at the end of the Journey into Imagination ride. Um, you know maybe you could put it at Epcot too. You know who knows. But I'm gonna go with Wreck It Ralph as my number six. All right, we're down to the top five already. This is kind of tough. Again, the order. I don't know how I did this order. But number five, I'm gonna go with the Jungle Book. Now, the reason why I thought of this one is I feel like you can make a, another type of Jungle Cruise ride, but like Jungle Book style. Now, again, we had the classic cartoon with a bunch of classic songs. You know, I Want to Be Like You and The King of the Jungle, the, that song and, uh, by King Louie. And, you know, they had the remake that came out maybe like 2013 or 14, which was, which was pretty solid. But I feel like it's something that could fit maybe into Animal Kingdom. You know, they have the safari with the, uh, you know, real animals. Maybe you put in a Jungle Book ride, you know, somewhere around there with, you know, animatronics or a show. Or you can do something different just to get more of these, you know, movie characters into the parks. You know, it would fit in perfectly at Animal Kingdom. You know, the, the park needs more attractions anyway. Even if you made it like a dark ride, like Animal Kingdom doesn't have your classic dark ride. Um, you know, they have Dinosaur, I think is the only one that would be close. And, you know, you know they have the uh, the Avatar boat ride. And, you know, a classic dark ride there would, would be kind of nice. They have a lot of land there. You know, it has to do with animals. You can incorporate the classic songs. You know, maybe you add in some real animals kind of with the animatronics. Kind of similar to maybe... Uh, the seas with Nemo and friends where you see like the the 
the digital characters with like the real fish in the background and there's a mix of animatronics in there as well i feel like you know something like that would be pretty cool you know disney's all about right now is getting its intellectual property into the parks so this is why we're kind of talking about it i'm not i'm not like you know, i'm usually against them putting you know everything movie and everything characters into the parks I, i'm all for original attractions but since you know we're talking about which movies would make good attractions i feel like the jungle book would definitely have to be in consideration and i feel like at animal kingdom it would actually fit in perfectly you know get more people into animal kingdom you know keep that as an all-day park it needs more attractions i think the jungle book would be a perfect fit there all right let's move right along to my number four pick this one i mean the, the top five are ones i've kind of uh i've kind of been thinking about like i don't want to say my entire life but you know i've always talked about how i used to always make like when i was in school disney lists or top 10 lists and you know one of them that i i would always do is like top 10 um, like rides, like rides I would create, like if I was an Imagineer. And a lot of times those were based off of movies. And this one, I've thought since the movie came out, deserved a dark ride. You could do so much with it. My number four is Up. Now, I mean, come on, the iconic house with the balloons. Now, how do you not have a dark ride where each ride vehicle is a house with balloons on it? And then, you know, once the ride starts, you kind of go along slow. Uh, until you leave the loading area they check your safety bars and then kind of like um peter pan's flight like once the ride kind of starts you float away like how cool would that be how does the how does how do they not have that already i feel like that would be so easy to do classic dark ride you could tell the story of the movie you can have all the animatronics of all the characters we love you know there's the the emotional scenes there's the funny scenes with with the dog and the bird and you know everything <laughs> everything in between and you know it's such a beloved disney movie you know i don't know i don't think i know anyone who's had like anything bad to say about the movie up kind of like i just said like it has it has everything it has you know an emotional storyline it's deep but also it has some funny mar funny moments it has some touching moments it has some drama some action it's one of those disney movies where people of all ages can can enjoy it you know kids adults teenagers it has something for everyone and it's an iconic movie you know the the house with the balloons like everyone knows what that's from you know and i think it would be perfect for a dark ride you could have you could probably clone you know peter pan's flight and just change you know change the uh the ships to houses with balloons and then add all the animatronics like but that type of ride system i think would work great where you know, you kind of float away, so to speak, as the ride starts. And, you know, I haven't mentioned it with any of these rides so far, and, you know, they're based off movies. Like, every single one of these can have a gift shop, and people would probably buy the stuff, especially with some of these movies that are forgotten. Um, you know, like, for Hercules, I feel like I've seen, like, a Hercules shirt at, like, um, World of Disney where he's, like, flexing or something maybe. But, like, other than that, like, you don't see a lot of these movies that I that I've mentioned you don't see a lot of merchandise for them you know each one would have their own gift shop and uh you know you can stock it full of stuff and people would buy it of course um but yeah an up dark ride you know again with any of these two you can make it any type of ride I'm just trying to make it you know a little more specific make it a little more fun and I would turn it into a dark ride for sure all right now let's move on to my number three only three more 
I'll do I'll do two more and then we'll do some honorable mentions. Again, so tough, but I think for my number three, I'm gonna go with The Incredibles. Now I know there's a coaster at Disneyland, but at Disney World, you don't have anything Incredibles related, um, you know, with an attraction or anything like that. And it seems like Disney loves The Incredibles. You know, they're remodeling, you know, the contemporary to have some some Incredibles like theming to it. You know, there was the Incredible Summer. I think they had a few years ago. There's like the Incredibles kind of um, area, like meet and greet area, at Hollywood Studios. Why not an attraction? Now, I've always thought since it came out that they should put an Incredibles 3D, 4D type show uh, at Epcot, where um, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience was, Captain EO, and now it's the Pixar Short Film Festival. I always thought some sort of interactive show or simulator type ride could go in there. Um, you know, Disneyland, they have the coaster. Maybe you just clone that and bring it over to Disney World. Um, not sure where you would put that one. Maybe, I mean, ideally, it should go at Hollywood Studios right back there by Toy Story Land. But it kind of seems like there's no rules anymore. You know, Epcot is getting Guardians of the Galaxy. They're getting some sort of Moana attraction. Why not throw an Incredibles attraction in there as well? You know, you can make it, you know, kind of like Rock and Roller Coaster in I've had some some people who work behind the scenes tell me, you know, that uh, Rock and Roller Coaster has always kind of been mentioned of being rethemed. And one of the ideas, well, there was an idea that they would retheme it to a different band, not Aerosmith. And I've heard some rumors where it was, you know, it was Miley Cyrus for a little bit or Hannah Montana. It was the Jonas Brothers, a couple others. Um, but recently I've heard the rumor of them turning that into an Incredibles-themed coaster you know, similar to the Incredicoaster at Disneyland. Now, I'm against that because I love Rock and Roller Coaster, and I would rather them just create a new attraction rather than just, you know, re-theme a current one. Like, give us more attractions, not keep it the same. Um, but I feel like, you know, even if it was like a show kind of like the Shrek 3D show Universal, where it's a 3D show, but like the, the theater seats kind of move, I think you could do something cool like that. If it was a simulator, again, you could probably do something really cool if it was a simula simulator type ride and those, you know, don't take up too much space. But yeah, you know, Disney loves the Incredibles. They love filling the parks with incredible stuff and you know, they want to re-theme the contemporary. Why not just give us an attraction then, you know? I mean, I liked the movies. I uh, can't say that I love them, but I get it. They're cool and, you know, I feel like it would make a good attraction. All right, now for my number two... Uh, okay, this is tough, and I did see a lot of you guys mention this one to me when I asked for your opinions, and it's something I've always thought of, a very underrated and underappreciated Disney movie, my number two, Emperor's New Groove. Now, I rewatched this one in the fall, and I gotta say, this movie is so good, it just does not get the love in the parks. Um, I feel like it kind of has a cult following now. Like us Disney fans appreciate it, we love it, and you can make a really fun attraction out of this movie. You no, know, you know, again, you could make it a dark ride, yes, but I feel like this one could be a little more thrilling. There's that scene in the movie, obviously the famous line where she, you know she yells, "Pull the lever, Kronk," and then the 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 cart kind of goes crazy. You know, you could do something like that. You know, um, I don't know what could you compare it to. Maybe something close to like Primeval Whirl make it better you know that type of ride system 
Um, I was kind of thinking, actually, if you, again, I hate the, you know, I've mentioned Universal so many times, but, you know, they have a different variety of attractions there. Like the Mummy ride that they have, it's kind of like a hybrid coaster type thrill ride. I feel like that would make a great Emperor's New Groove attraction. Theme it like that. You can have, or even like their Harry Potter ride does the same thing where it kind of, you're on a track and then all of a sudden like it kind of just drops. You kind of just launch into like a coaster type ride. That'd be perfect for the pull the lever, pull the lever part. And you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a movie that has been gaining popularity. I'm a little worried that it, again, it's too far gone. It's kind of been forgotten. Um, but you know, this is a Disney podcast. We're having fun. We're living in a fantasy world here today. Emperor's New Groove, like, let's get a ride. You know, you can have the characters walking around. Um, again, a gift shop, a lot of cool stuff. People love retro stuff, especially, you know, Emperor's New Groove stuff is kind of hard to find. And I think it would, you know, I wonder where you could put that one. You know, maybe Animal Kingdom, um, you know, maybe Hollywood Studios. I guess you could just kind of throw anything in the Hollywood Studios nowadays, but that would be cool. It's one of those I've always kind of thought about, and then when I rewatched the movie a few months back, it kind of uh, um, sparked that idea again. But no, my number two, Emperor's New Groove. Now, before I get to my number one, I'm going to go through my honorable mentions, and then I'm going to go through the ones that you guys suggested to me. I put a story on my Instagram page asking you guys what Disney movies would make good attractions. So I'll go through my honorable mentions that I had written down, and then the ones that you guys had. So one of mine that I had, again, I've thought about for a very long time because I'm a huge nerd, is a Pirates of the Caribbean Maelstrom ride. Now, I'm kind of combining a bunch of things here. You know, there's obviously already a Pirates of the Caribbean ride, but it's a slow-moving boat ride, classic, we love it, it's iconic. In, I forget exactly which movie it was, I th- it might have been the second one, where we see the Kraken. Um, the characters are out at sea. They're having like a big like ship battle. And then all of a sudden like the seas kind of open. And one of the pirates yells, Maelstrom! It's like a, a, a huge bad storm. You know, you're in the middle of the ocean. I believe this is where the Kraken comes out. I feel like that would make an epic, epic uh, water ride. Or some sort of water thrill ride. So cool. And again, you can kind of... You know, we lost Maelstrom at Epcot. Maybe, you know, you can kind of incorporate that a little bit, get the name in there. Um, but I think that would be a lot of fun. It's something I've always, you know, thought about. I love the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. And why not have more than one, you know, attraction based off the same thing? Like, we have the Pirates ride at Magic Kingdom. Maybe you put this one in at a different park, you know. Or maybe at the Magic Kingdom at a different side of the park. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a fun attraction and it fits the theming. You could have two of the same. Um, You know, another one I had, it's already an attraction, uh, but Aladdin. I feel like, again, it's such a good movie. The cartoon is a classic. They remade it and it was popular. They're making a sequel. Um, And I feel like just when they put up the magic carpets of Aladdin ride, they just kind of threw it together and it was like, oh, here it is. You know, it's just a filler. It's not, there's nothing special about it. I wish they would have done more. You know, in a perfect world, they would get rid of the magic carpets of Aladdin ride and put in maybe some sort of dark ride or something where you're on like the magic carpets and it's, you know, more thrilling than just kind of stationary. Like, you know, they already have the Dumbo ride. They have two of them, you know, in, in 
the same park at the Magic Kingdom. Um, so I, I, I feel like Aladdin deserves something better than that. But let's hear some of the ideas that you guys came up with. CWPLAX25 says Aladdin, three words, Cave of Wonders. Okay, now there we go. That fits right in. I didn't even think of that. Something with a Cave of Wonders would be pretty cool. Molly Katie says Meet the Robinsons. Now that's an interesting one. This was literally last weekend. We were watching something. It might have been like a something on ESPN or uh, TNT. You were watching like a basketball game, and then it ended later at night and there was a movie on afterwards and it was meet the robinsons and we were talking how we haven't really seen it it looked kind of cool and i was like you know what i'm gonna sit down and watch this one of these days now meet the robinsons maybe that would be a, a pretty cool attraction i'm not sure exactly what kind of attraction it would be but again another movie that's kind of forgotten about friend like me 93 says emperor's new groove give us the secret lab roller coaster yes that's what i'm talking about the secret lab yes and um, M underscore Perry 131 also said Emperor's New Groove, wrong lever. So we got some Emperor's New Groove fans. We're all kind of thinking alike here. Also, Ali M146 said Emperor's New Groove. And then we also had so. GBrig22 say Emperor's New Groove, pull the lever cronk. So I think that's that. Disney, if you're listening, you got to build an Emperor's New Groove coaster now. But let me know what you guys think. If you've ridden the Mummy Coaster at Universal, like, wouldn't that be a great Emperor's New Groove coaster? Like, just copy it like that. Uh, but let me know. Christopher Albright Artwork says, Treasure Planet... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And Atlantis. Now, two movies that are kind of forgotten about. They're kind of in that weird period where the Disney movies weren't doing great. But they're two movies that are, you know, just like where they take place are pretty cool. The technology, the time period, the special effects, like all of that stuff would probably make a pretty cool attraction. And I think the rumor is that they're going to redo one of them with Tom Holland. I forget which one, but that would be pretty cool. Adventures of Max and Greg says Herbie the original, Wally and Tall Tales. Herbie, like, you would think they would have incorporated Herbie somewhere in the parks. Like, you know, they have so many attractions with cars and racing and, you know, stuff. You would think they'd be able to fit that in somewhere. And Wally would be, Wally would be interesting. Again, would probably make a pretty perfect, you know, slow moving dark ride. But it was, it, you know, the movie, everyone loves the movie. It was, you know, such, such a highly rated movie. You would think they want it would want to get that into the parks. All the Disney shenanigans with a very recent movie suggestion, Encanto, where you fall through every room like Tower of Terror style. Now that would be pretty interesting. And you know, the movie is like, everything I see on social media right now is how everyone loves it. And you know, the song was like a top, you know, a top, uh, top song download on iTunes. Um, you know, we don't speak about Bruno. And I feel like it's just a matter of time before it ends up somewhere in the parks. I don't know if it'll get its own attraction, but that would be definitely pretty cool and pretty unique. And J-E-W Lance 73. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your username still, and I feel like you're always contributing, so thank you. 
uh, said Rapunzel. Now, okay, I was... Don't get me wrong. The, the tangled bathroom area at Magic Kingdom is cool. I like those bathrooms. But at the end of the day, they're just bathrooms. Like, am I the only one that was a little disappointed that they didn't put, like, an attraction in? They had all that land. There used to be an attraction there, and they just built bathrooms. So a Tangled Dark Ride right there would have been perfect. You know, it's probably too late realistically to put that in there, but I, they definitely should have done a Rapunzel, you know, Tangled ride there. Thank you guys for submitting your suggestions. My sister, CursedP33, submitted a bunch. Uh, I think she had it backwards. Uh, you know, we're talking about movies that would make good attractions, and she sent in some attractions that would make good movies. So I might as well say those here. Spaceship Earth, Figment, and Living with the Land. So um, even though this episode is a, is about turning movies into attractions, uh, she provided us, provided us with three attractions that should be movies. All right, let's get to my number one pick now. This is the one since I was like 14, 13, you know, in school, not paying attention, doodling in my notebook, I drew up this ride so many times. My number one is Tarzan Tree Surfing Coaster. Now, I saw the movie in theaters, great movie. The soundtrack is absolutely fire to this day. I have songs from that movie on my Spotify playlist, even when I'm in the gym. But the movie is so cool, and there's the scenes where Tarzan is kind of surfing from tree, ban- tree branch to tree branch. And I always thought that was so cool that they should have incorporated that into some sort of attraction, some sort of ride. And I always kind of figured, like, why not make it into a coaster? You know, kind of how I talked about earlier with the, the Monsters, Inc. Door, door Coaster. Make this one a suspended roller coaster where you're, you know, you're gliding across the tree branches. It would be pretty cool. You could really theme it great. The spot that I would put it at is in, I believe, Adventureland, like where the Swiss Family Treehouse is, the attraction at Disney World that I can't believe is still there. It would fit the theming there perfectly. You can have like have the ride like go in between trees, and you know it, it would be a lot of fun. Even if you made it kind of more like a junior coaster, but. Or even, you know, Tarzan, I feel like, deserves a ride anyway. You know, iconic character. Um, you know, but it's something, like, literally, I can still remember sitting in class and trying to draw out, like, the plans for a Tarzan tree surfing coaster. I had everything from the queue to the actual, like, track, how it would go. You know, it would, it would be suspended, so, like, the track would be, a, be above you, maybe, or, you know, it doesn't really matter. I'm not an engineer at, you know, by any means. But that was my idea. I've always, always thought about. Let me know what you guys think. That's my entire top ten. Plus, we had some honorable mentions in the one that you guys submitted. And again, like I said, I'm, I'm all for original attractions. Give us more original rides. But, you know, I, feel, I felt like this was a fun topic. A lot of attractions we've, you know, we've seen over the last few years are ones that are based off of movies. So if Disney's going to continue to do that, why not brainstorm, have some fun with it? And I think we did just that. Um, I know if I sat down and actually like went through every single you know, Disney movie, I could probably come up with an attraction for all of them. Uh, but the, the 10, uh, I think the 10 will have to do for today. And before I end this episode, I got to give a shout out. So you guys know 
every episode I release, the in the beginning intro, I talk about how if you could do me a huge favor and leave me a rating and a review. And we have a review this week. I'm sorry I didn't say it at the beginning. The way I record the podcast, I didn't um, I didn't get the uh, the update until you know I was almost done editing and recording. So I'm gonna add it in here. But this review and rating is from Mouse Gears. The title, my favorite podcast, five stars. Thank you very much. They said, he keeps it relatable but interesting. He's funny and charismatic. We love Disney adults. Well, thank you. That that means a lot. You know, I... That's kind of, like, my goal is to keep it relatable. I've talked about it a lot. Like, I'm one of you guys. I do this for fun. I do this because I love talking about Disney. And I feel like I have good opinions. And I want your opinions to be heard as well. I've always felt like... I had good Disney opinions and no outlet. I would listen to podcasts and I would, you know, message the the you know the creators and stuff on Twitter and Instagram, suggestions and ideas and comments, and I would never hear back. I was like, yeah, you know what? If if I do my own Disney podcast, I want you guys to feel included. Um, so I, I I really take pride in you know coming off as relatable to you guys. And I'm glad I'm, I, you find me interesting and funny and charismatic as well. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I try to be funny, but also it's hard for me to be funny when I'm, you know, just kind of sitting here talking to myself. Um, but if you find me funny and charismatic, I appreciate that. I love Disney adults as well. We're all on the same te- team here. So again, Mouse Gears, thank you. I appreciate it. If any anyone else is listening and hasn't yet, head over to the iTunes Apple podcast page and if you go to my home page on there if you just type in Disney World today click on my album artwork it'll bring you to my you know my main page there if you leave me a five star rating I'd really appreciate it and if you leave me a review just like this I will give you a shout out on the very next episode even if it's one you know if you tell me how boring I am or how weird my voice is I'll still probably shout you out um, actually you know what no, I won't. Don't say that. <laughs> um, and uh, again, yeah, too, if uh, you know, if you're not already, follow me on Instagram. I appreciate each and and every one of you guys stopping by and listening. I hope I can make your day just a little bit better with a little bit of Disney talk. Um, I gotta say too, I gotta give a shout out to one of my friends on Instagram. Um, he sent me a message last week saying how. Uh, something happened with one of his cars, like someone hit one of his cars like in the middle of the night and he was in a bad mood and when he woke up he saw that I had a new episode you know released so it made his day just a little bit better. You know that's that's what I'm hoping for. Just, if I can make your day you know just slightly better, take your mind off any stress, work, relationship, anything like that just for you know 45 minutes or forever for however long I ramble on for, you know that's that's all that matters. Um, and again, too, my DMs on Instagram always open. Shoot me a message. We can talk Disney. We can talk sports. We can talk life. Um, you know, whatever you guys feel. So that's all I got for today. Again, I'm trying to get these out every week again. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. And until next time, always remember, it all started with a mouse. Mm-hmm.